The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. All right, let's get to our first guest of the hour, and that is Alicia Garcia-Herrero, Chief Asia-Pacific Economist at Natixis, joining us from Taipei. Before we get, I guess, to the broader Asia picture, Alicia, just wanting to get your thoughts on what we heard there from Elizabeth Warren. Is this aggressive tightening by the Fed enough to tip uh, the U.S. into recession? Well, indeed, there is a risk, and we all know that the risk has been there. I I frankly don't think Powell said anything new. Uh, just the markets had been too complacent on late on the latest inflation data, and that's what it is. You know, markets do not like what's happening. So I guess uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, call is is well known. I mean, and the Fed has already said yes, we know, we know, but we're going ahead. Same with the ECB. So other measures will be need to be taken on the fiscal side to to support income. Uh, without hurting, uh, ad- without putting additional inflation on on the table, which is very very hard. What do those additional measures look like in your view? I think you need to do really targeted uh, fiscal policies, and I think the U.S. example with COVID shows that that wasn't very targeted. Uh, that's something the U.S. can't afford, not even the European Union for that matter. So I think. We really need to move to protect those that are hurt, not to protect everybody. Otherwise, we'll still have much more inflation going on. So that's that's the trick. You say that inflation remains too strong to change course. What is the impact here to the dollar and therefore, of course, the impact and flow and effect to Asia? Uh, well, this is just a strong dollar uh, and this is uh, a problem for two sets of Asian countries. The first is obviously those that are, you know, kind of going in the opposite direction. Japan is the most ex- the most extreme case in, in the sense that not because it's doing more, China is doing more. Yeah, that's the second case. It's cutting rates. But Japan, while not cutting rates, has a, an open capital account. So, so the yen will suffer the most, followed by the renminbi in as far as china will need to impose additional capital controls that's going to be very costly for investors investors will basically find the door <laughs> maybe maybe quickly enough maybe not because yeah. otherwise they're stuck there so in terms of in terms of the china there and and the divergence with what we're seeing with the fed and the and the stimulus from authorities in china how much is an interest rate of you know potentially 3.75% from the fed yeah a bad news story for China? Well, we're already at a negative uh, yield differential, sovereign yield differential, um, close to zero, sometimes a little bit below zero. That's going to widen. And uh, China receives about 4% uh, of uh, total uh, bond flows uh, from the rest of the world. So that 4% is going to go. It's not massive. It's even less than JGBs. But it does indicate that uh, that money is not going to come into China. And it also indicates that, which is the most important part, that residents 
will try to find the door as well. And this is unrecorded outflows, which China, of course, fears. Um, and, and that's where the money is going to be much more massive than just portfolio investments, say, from the US or London or anything that, that, like that. It's about Chinese realizing mm. that they're losing a lot by keeping the money in China. So does, does the PBOC need to tighten capital controls on outflows potentially further? Yes, because there's no other way out. The, the PBOC can't uh, hike rates, can it? I mean, the economy is in shambles. So the only thing they can do is to tighten capital controls on the way out. All right. We know there's so many headwinds facing the China economy. The power crunch, one of the latest. What kind of further stimulus are you expecting to see and and how targeted does it need to be now? Well, China has been trying to stimulate both on the fiscal side, less on the monetary side. The reason, again, the Fed and and how little room they have. Uh, But on the fiscal side, it hasn't really worked too much. in, in infrastructure investment is growing at the rate of 10 to 11. They would need 20% to reach the target, and we're already, you know, beyond that. That 5.5 target cannot be reached. In that regard, I don't think they will use so many bullets for the rest of the year. They'll try to make it better for 2023. Uh, so I don't expect massive additional stimulus uh, for the next uh, months to come. I think that the authorities recognize that the target can't be reached. All right, Alicia, we will uh, continue. In fact, we will thank you very much for your time. Alicia Garcia Herrero is Chief Asia-Pacific Economist at Natixis, joining us from Taipei here on Bloomberg uh, Daybreak Asia. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.